0: Hallo zusammen und willkommen zurück zu Coffee Break German. Welcome back to Coffee Break German. Ich heiße Mark. Ich heiße Thomas. And before we even get into today's lesson, Thomas, you've already used a word that I don't know. You said "Hallo zusammen." So what does "zusammen" mean? It means together.
2: Hello together? Yeah, more hello everybody, but in German
0: "Hallo zusammen." Hallo zusammen. The lesson hasn't even started yet and we're already learning a new word. This time we're going to be continuing where we left off last time and looking at some more food and drinks and cafes and restaurants and all that kind of vocabulary that we need for those kind of situations. Also las uns anfangen. Los geht's mark. <laughs> Now we're going to start this lesson a little differently. We're going straight over to Kirsten, our grammar guru, who's here to tell us about one particular aspect of German grammar.
3: Well, I'm honoured today because it's my turn to start off the lesson. To make the most of this lesson, you'll need to know a little bit more about adjective endings, which were introduced last time, but will be explained today. Thomas has already given you a couple of adjectives to use when you're ordering food and drink, "kos" and klein. And Mark has already noticed that these adjectives change their endings when they're used to describe the object of a sentence. For example, Ich nehme einen kleinen Salat. Today, we're going to look at the adjective endings which follow the indefinite articles. That's ein, eine and ein first in the nominative case and then in the accusative. The endings for adjectives after an indefinite article in the nominative case, remember that's the form we use for the subject of a sentence, are er for masculine, e for feminine and es for neuter. So let's add these on to the end of an adjective. Let's use klein and add a noun to represent each gender. We have... Ein kleiner Kaffee, that's the masculine form. Eine kleine heiße Schokolade, that's feminine one. And in fact, we've already got the same ending on the adjective heiß there, which means hot. And finally, the neuter form is Ein kleines Fassa. Maybe you've started to notice pattern here. These endings are similar to the ones on the end of the definite articles Dea, die, and Das. Let's just repeat those. Masculine, ein kleiner Kaffee. Feminine, eine kleine heiße Schokolade. And neuter, ein kleines Wasser. So those are the nominative endings, and now it's time for the accusative ones. But don't worry, there's not too much more to learn. Just like with the articles, it's only the masculine adjective that changes. And again, it's the letters EN that we add on to it. So after a verb like nehmen, which causes the noun to become the object of the sentence, we say, ich nehme einen kleinen Kaffee. Or if you're really thirsty, you could say, ich nehme einen großen Kaffee. Well, there you have the nominative and accusative endings for adjectives following an indefinite article. I know it seems a lot to take in, but don't worry if you can't remember them all immediately. At least you'll be able to recognise these patterns as we come across more adjectives throughout the course. And remember, practice makes perfect. That's all from me today. I'll hand you back to Mark and Thomas in the studio.
0: So thank you to Kirsten for that explanation of adjective endings after the indefinite article. I think it's time to get on with the lesson now and I think we're going to start with a little bit of review. So, Thomas, can you test me on some of the things that we covered in the last lesson? Number one. I would like a piece of pizza and an apple juice. I would like a piece of pizza and an apple juice. Okay, we'll give our listeners some time.
4: So I would like, ich
0: möchte a piece of pizza. Ein Stück Pizza and an apple juice. Now I've got to remember here that apple juice is Apfelsaft and it is masculine. So it becomes und einen Apfelsaft. Sehr gut, Mark. Ich möchte ein Stück Pizza und einen Apfelsaft. Ich möchte ein Stück Pizza und einen Apfelsaft. Ausgezeichnet. Okay, next one. Number
2: two. I'll have a sandwich with cheese and ham and
0: a coffee with cream. Okay, so let's just go through that again for our listeners. I will have, or I'll take a cheese and ham sandwich, or a sandwich with cheese and ham, and a coffee with
4: cream. So
0: I will have, or I'll take, ich nehme a sandwich with cheese and ham, or a cheese and ham sandwich, ein Sandwich mit Käse und Schinken. And was it a coffee oh. with cream? And a coffee with cream. And a coffee with cream. Und ein Kaffee. No, und einen Kaffee. Und einen Kaffee mit Sahne. Perfect. So, once again, Kaffee is masculine, so it's ich nehme einen Kaffee, ja? Ich nehme ein Sandwich mit Käse und Schinken und einen Kaffee mit Sahne. Ich nehme ein Sandwich mit Käse und Schinken und einen Kaffee mit Sahne. And a third one?
2: Yeah, and at this point I would like to introduce a new way of asking for things, a very polite way. Okay. We already heard ich möchte, ich nehme both of them are perfectly polite and fine. Mm-hmm. And just another one would be Ich hätte gern. Ich hätte gern. Ich hätte gern,
0: which means I would happily have. Okay, so can you just say Ich hätte gern and then whatever it is you're wanting? Yes, for example, Ich hätte gern eine heiße Schokolade. Okay, Ich hätte gern eine heiße Schokolade. Um that's a feminine one. Yeah, so it stays eine. So ich hätte gern is also followed by the accusative. Yes, es. Ich, ich, möchte, ich möchte, ich nehme. Okay, so give me your third translation question then. I would like a small salad and a large orange juice. Ah, Thank you for that one. That's obviously why we started with Kirsten's Grammar Guru section this week. Okay, I would like a small salad and a large orange juice. Okay, let's have a think. Okay, I'll have a go at this one. Ich hätte gern einen kleinen Salat und einen großen Orangensaft. Absolutely amazing, Mark. (laughs) Excellent. So there, just to be clear, Salat is masculine. So it's ich hätte gern einen Salat. But when we say a small salad, it's einen kleinen Salat. The adjective changes as well. And with Orangensaft, it's also einen großen Orangensaft. Yeah. Another masculine word. Excellent.
2: Now, let's see if you can remember some phrases you might hear in a bar or a cafe or restaurant when you're in German-speaking countries. Okay. First one, kommt sofort.
0: I think that is what the waiter or waitress would say um, when something's going to come soon, when when they're going to go and get the order. Comes immediately, kommt yeah. sofort. Kommt sofort, okay.
2: Another one, zum Trinken.
0: Okay, I recognize trinken there, to drink. So is that what the waiter would say uh, instead of saying, was möchten Sie trinken? Just zum Trinken, to drink. You know, the short form of what would you like to drink. Okay.
2: Uh, alles in Ordnung.
0: Okay. Does that mean is everything in order? Everything okay? Is everything
2: all right? Everything okay? Okay. Any more? Ah, uh, last one maybe. Neun stimmt so.
0: Now, is that something the waiter would say? No, something you would say to the waiter. Okay. So is that when I what nine is is nine? So I recognize that immediately, and I couldn't quite work out what the stimmt. Stimmt so? Stimmt. Stimmt is what you say when I get something right. So, is that when when we say nine? Is is it okay like that? Yeah, we give a small tip and say it's it's all right like that. Okay, so let's say the bill came to seven euros and we put down nine and we say neun. Stimmt so? It's It's very generous, but yeah. Okay, I'm just trying to get over the the fact that um, people seem to think that Scottish people are, are stingy. How do you say stingy in German? You would say geizig. Okay, and how do you say Scottish people are not sc- stingy? Die Schotten sind nicht geizig. Okay, that, just, just what, what, what Thomas said. Okay, let's move on and learn some phrases for this lesson. Just at the end of our last lesson, we learned a new phrase for I'm hungry because all the talk of food was making me hungry. Let's just hear that one again. Ich habe Hunger. Ich habe Hunger. So does that literally mean I am hungry? It means I have hunger. Now, this is what was interesting me because last time when you said that, I started to think about the fact that in French and in Spanish, you also say, I have hunger. So, tengo hambre in Spanish, j'ai faim in French, o fame in Italian, and in German too. Ich habe hunger. So, in fact, it's English speakers that they are, they are the odd ones out in a sense. So, how would I ask, are you hungry or do you have hunger? If you want to use the formal version, it
2: would see, Wie, haben Sie hunger? Haben Sie hunger? Haben Sie hunger? And the informal version? Hast du
0: hunger? Say that again? Hast du hunger? Hast du hunger? Hast du hunger? So we're looking at the verb to ha- have. Haben. Haben. And I'm guessing that haben then is an irregular verb. Yes, like all the common verbs are mostly regular in most of the languages. So like in, in Spanish and in Italian and in, in French, we have to have as an irregular verb. So, ich habe Hunger, du hast Hunger, sie haben Hunger. How would I say, uh, my son is hungry? Say Mein Sohn hat Hunger. Mein Sohn hat Hunger. So the the third person of the verb there is hat. Ich habe, du hast, er hat. Er hat. So er would be he. Yeah. So he has, er hat. Er hat hunger. Mein Sohn hat hunger. And does it change for, for example, meine Tochter, my daughter? No, you would say, meine Tochter hat hunger. Sie hat hunger. Meine Tochter hat hunger. And then you said, sie hat hunger. Yes,
2: it means she is hungry. Now, see, you recognize it from the formal version to address somebody, but it also means see like she. I think we mentioned that
0: before in one of the first lessons. I think you may be right. Okay, so let's take a break for now. And after our break, we'll be looking at thirsty. You've learned hungry. Let's look at thirsty after the break.
1: Wir unterbrechen diese Sendung für eine sehr wichtige Meldung. If you'd like to make faster progress with your German, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Also, worauf wartest du? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your German to the next level, go to coffeebreakgermanplus.com.
0: But what about I am thirsty? Does that work the same way? Do you say I have thirst? Yeah. Ich habe Durst. 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 Ich habe Durst. Ich habe Durst. And so du hast Durst. Or er hat Durst. Sehr gut. And she is hungry. Uh, She is thirsty. Sie hat Durst. Genau. And for the formal version, sie haben Durst. Haben Sie Durst? Or Haben Sie Durst in the question form. So just let's, before we go on, let's think about that. The question form is Haben Sie? And the statement form, the, the affirmative form, is Sie haben. So it's simply inverting. Now, if you have a question, subject, and verb, change position. Of course, we've already seen this in examples such as um, Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Do you speak German? Sie sprechen Deutsch. You speak German. Genau. Okay. That word that you're using, genau. Genau. It means, of course, right. Okay, so it can be used as an affirmative response to something.
2: Just like stimmt or richtig. Okay. Before we go on to our conversation, let's just introduce a few very important phrases you might use when you find yourself dining with somebody or eating something. Okay, so what are these phrases? We'd say, guten Appetit, have a nice meal.
0: Guten Appetit, literally good appetite, I presume. I've got a question for you. Uh, Is the Guten (laughs) an accusative form?
2: Yeah, you recognize the En at the end, the accusative Guten Appetit. So is this kind of like the Schönen Tag noch? Yeah, you can say, einen guten Appetit. Ich wünsche dir einen guten Appetit. I wish you a
0: good appetite, literally.
2: Yes, that's right. Sometimes we just say einen guten
0: to make it simpler and shorten it. So without even the appetite? Just einen guten. Einen guten. At my next German meal, I must remember just to say einen guten.
2: Anything else? Yeah, another one you might hear during lunchtime would be Mahlzeit. Mahlzeit. It's just a word you can use when you're walking by and some of your friends are having lunch. you just say Mahlzeit, like a greeting.
0: Okay. And uh, could you also use Guten Appetit in, in that same situation or would that be perhaps too formal?
2: You would probably more use it when both people are having uh, dinner or eating something. Then you would say Guten, Einen Guten, einen Guten. But if you're just passing by someone, you'd say Mahlzeit and move on. Okay. So,
0: so much for meals. What about drinks? How do you say cheers? You can say Prost or Zum Wohl. So let's hear the first one. Prost. 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 And the other one was? Zum Wohl. Zum Wohl. Zum Wohl. Okay, I think it's time for our conversation now. We are going to be in a situation where I am going to be buying some snacks at a street stall and Thomas is going to be the person serving me. So, let's take it away. Guten Tag. Was möchten Sie? Guten Tag. Ich nehme eine Bratwurst mit Pommes und einen großen Salat Mit Schinken. Zum Trinken? Ich hätte gern einen Apfelsaft und eine Limonade, bitte. Sonst noch etwas? Ja, ein Stück Apfelstrudel und ein Eis. Hm, also, wir haben Vanille,
2: Erdbeere und Schokolade.
0: Ich nehme Schokolade, bitte. Gut,
2: das macht zusammen 14 Euro.
0: schön. Danke, guten Appetit. Dankeschön, schönen Tag noch. Okay, let's listen to that conversation again. I'll try to put on my best German accent here. Guten Tag, was möchten Sie? Guten Tag, ich nehme eine Bratwurst mit Pommes und einen großen Salat mit Schinken. Zum Trinken? Ich hätte gern einen Apfelsaft und eine Limonade, bitte. Sonst noch etwas? Ja, ein Stück Apfelstrudel und
2: ein Eis. Also wir haben Vanille, Erdbeere und Schokolade. Ich nehme Schokolade, bitte. Gut, das macht zusammen 14 Euro. Bitteschön.
0: Danke, guten Appetit. Dankeschön, schönen Tag noch. Hopefully in that conversation you've understood everything. There might have been one section where you didn't recognize some of the words. And that was when uh, Thomas said... Wir haben Vanille, Erdbeere und Schokolade. And these were flavors of ice, ice cream. So, I'm sure you're able to guess the first of these. Vanille. Obviously, vanilla. The third one was. Chocolade. Again, fairly straightforward. Cho- Chocolade, chocolate. And then the second one, the middle one, a little more complicated. Erdbeere. Erdbeere. And that one. Strawberry. Strawberry. um, Literally, earth berries, is it? Earthberry, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Vanilla, strawberry and chocolate. Three flavors of ice cream. There were a couple of other phrases in there. We heard, das macht zusammen 14 Euro. Now we heard zusammen at the very beginning of this lesson, which means together. So das macht zusammen, that's all together.
2: 14, 14
0: Euro. 14 Euro. Again, we'll cover numbers later. So that makes in total 14 Euros. And the last one we heard, sonst noch etwas? Anything else? Anything else? So, sonst noch etwas. Sonst noch etwas. Sonst noch etwas. Okay, anything else? So, three additional phrases there in our conversation. Now, in the next lesson, we're going to be looking at a new topic, the topic of checking into a hotel and dealing with accommodation when you're visiting a German-speaking country. But before we leave the topic of food... We have a special report from Julia, our cultural correspondent, about a particular German or German-speaking tradition when it comes to eating in restaurants. Over to you, Julia.
1: Hi, Mark. Hi, Thomas. Und guten Tag an alle unsere Coffee Break German Zuhörer. It's so nice of you to join me today. And as you can possibly hear, I'm recording this on location this week in this very nice little restaurant here in Berlin. You know, there's something that I think you should all know about eating a meal in a restaurant with your friends. My experience in the UK is that you go for a meal with, let's say, three of your friends. The bill comes and you split it four ways. Everyone pays the same, no matter what they've eaten or drunk. But here in Deutschland ist es nicht so. We have a slightly different way of looking at things. I guess the reasoning is that it's not really fair. If I had, let's say, a sandwich and a glass of water and my friend had caviar and champagne, then quite frankly, why should I pay for his meal? That's why when you ask for die Rechnung bitte, the waiter or waitress will ask zusammen oder getrennt, meaning together or separately. If you choose getrennt, Then the waiter will sit down with you and patiently count out what each person has eaten and drunk and then arrange for separate bills for everyone. And this is completely normal. Neither the waiter nor your fellow diners will think you're being stingy. Now, one thing we often get asked by our Coffee Break German listeners is about giving tips in a restaurant. It's difficult to identify a firm rule for tipping. And there's not really a fixed amount, like, say, 10%. Here it depends more on what you've eaten, how much it costs, how you've been treated, and, to be honest, what you have available. Very often we would round things up. So if your coffee was, let's say, 280, then you could give 3 euros. Or if your meal came to 12.30, then giving 13 would be reasonable. However, there's no set rule, so the best advice I can give you is play it by ear. I hope this has been useful for you, and that you now feel better equipped to visit a cafe or restaurant, alone or with friends, zusammen oder getrennt. Noch einmal guten Appetit und bis zum nächsten Mal.
0: So, another lesson of Coffee Break German completed. As I mentioned earlier, we'll be moving on to the topic of accommodation in the next lesson, learning how to check into a hotel and deal with potential problems. Sticking with this idea of learning some German that we can use in real situations, the sort of survival skills that we'll need for German. So that's lesson 14 coming up soon here at coffeebreakgerman.com.
2: While on the website,
0: you can leave a comment or post a review on iTunes so
2: we know what you think. Also, das reicht für heute. Ja, ich glaube auch. Bis zum nächsten Mal.
0: Tschüss. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen